podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Um, episode 521 of Coach Unplugged. Um, today, we're going to talk about combination defense and free throw ladders and, you know, try AAU tryouts and all those kind of things in a, in a call that I had recently. Um, with another teachhoops.com member. So again, I'm just trying to show you what you would get if you come over and join us. Also, make sure you go over and check out Dr. Dish. Um, they, I believe in this. You notice there's not a lot of ads on my on, at this point on my podcast, and and I believe in Dr. Dish. That's why they're here. That's why I talk about them every day. Um, and you know, they've made my son a, a better player just because he's a better shooter because of Dr. Dish. So go over and check it out, and uh, let's head off to the podcast. All right, I'm going to start office hours, even though no one has shown up this week because it is Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> so bad on my part, um, but I'm going to go through the questions people have sent me, and then um, we go from there. Someone someone jumps in, that's great. If they don't jump in, then it'll be just me talking to you, the listener. Whoever's listening at this point, if anyone's ever listening to this. Um, so if I look over to the side here, it's because I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing my sheet here. Um, so the first question was about um, running uh, combination defenses. We don't run many that much this year, um, but let me just show you a couple things that we do with that. I'm going to pull up the whiteboard. So those of you that are listening to the podcast at this point will be a little different, but um, so I'll try to describe as well as I can. Um, so here is, so the, the most common is probably a boxing one or a diamond in one. And then you have a triangle in two. Um, we run a lot of one, three, one in our program. So obviously um we can set a guy up at the top, two guys at the elbow, one guy at the bottom, and then a diamond and a diamond and one is pretty easy. The drops are the same for the wings. Ball goes opposite. They sink. Um, you have one guy chasing or one person chasing. Um, top person takes elbow. Bottom person can go to the bottom person here can go all the way out. Um, so the drops are very similar. If you have a if you have an aircraft carrier down here, you can leave them in there. This person can go to the corner. This person can go to the wing. The, 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 the side of the diamond can go all the way down. just kind of depends. Um, I find that more successful, especially since the three-point line, in defending the three than the boxing one. Um, I don't find the boxing one quite as, as effective as getting out and, um, and closing out. You know, the boxing one used to be great when you didn't have to worry about the three-point shooters as much. Um, you can do it that way where this person can kind of come here, takes corners that if you got athletic bigs and they're not as big, you can definitely do that. Um, but, and then, um, there are two basic, um, triangle and twos. Um, the first one is two guys at the elbow and a guy at the bottom. That's kind of an inverted triangle and two, two guys chasing, um, bottom guy basically protects the middle. These two, one check, one would go all the way out to the wing. This guy would cover here. You know, again, how often does that happen? You just got to kind of communicate through that. And then the other, the other one is just your normal triangle and two, where you have two guys on the blocks and one guy's at the elbow. Um, this one, unless you got, unless you're chasing the two, the two guys you're chasing are shooters. Um, that one's quite, not quite as effective as, as uh, the inverted triangle and two. 
so so they wanted me and again we can we can come back and and, and re-talk about this um to the people that had questions on it and send me questions for for office hours for sure um so i'm gonna close this and then i'm gonna grab my sheet and i'm gonna look um how do you score against the 131 um i'm not gonna tell you all the secrets with that um but uh just because of this week we play somebody that has it and they might be watching or listening uh, but i will definitely talk about that next week or our next set of office hours but um there are gaps in a one three one stuff especially if you can get behind the three part the one three one if you can get behind that one three one part the two one two is good and overload is good i know i've talked about my chair overload um that seems to be an effective way to 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 tackle it um in my in, in uh we had a discussion about free throws and and, and kind of um talking about how to tackle free throws and one of the things that i do for free throws and I found it good, you know, even though we're probably an average free throw shooting team this year, but we call our free throw ladder. And I'll show you what this does. Um, so what this does is it basically, um, so you have everybody shoot. And I'm just going to erase a little bit of this here. For those of you are listening, you'll just have to pause for a second and think about the meaning of life. <laughs> but anyway, um, so what I do with the free throw ladders, you know, I'll, I'll have them shoot a couple hundred free throws. And then what I will do is I will start a ladder and I'm gonna use this one. And I'd let's say John is John is number one. Okay. He's in my best free throw shooter, and I can't spell today, but John. And then let's say um, Sam is number two. And then let's say uh, Nick is number three. And then four is um, Joe. Okay, I'm trying to pick easy names right here. And then we go all the way down. Maybe you keep 15 on your team. How many you keep on your team? Um, so what I do is, it's a free throw ladder. So what I, well, the thing about free throws, and there's tons of, I can, I, I can give you a list of different ways of tackling free throws. Um, I do this as just, it's a quick, fast way to do competitions. And the object is to be number one. The object is to be John up here at the top and be the best free throw shooter on our team. And what I've done in the past is, if you're one and you're on the court, you get the technicals. Uh, but anyway, so what I do is if I have an odd number, um, so let's say we have 15 players, um, one might, one gets a buy this week. Okay. Or the first time we play. So one gets the buy and then two would play three, four would play five and 15 would play one just for fun. Okay. Then the next week, um, we would have, you know, one play two, three play four. So the object is if you win, you move up the ladder. And if you lose, you go down the ladder. You do not want to be the bottom guy in the bottom part of the ladder. Um, and if you have odd guys, you can, you can definitely work that out at the end. And someone goes over and just makes 10 or something like that. But every other contest, the number one person gets a buy um, because of the top. So they get a buy this week or they don't get a buy. They get a buy or they don't get a buy. Um, so, you know, if you have an even number, it's easier. But um, I know a lot of us keep odd number of players in our team. So you can work that. But John basically or the top person gets to buy every other week. And then um, it gives a competition. And they don't cheat. I think the biggest part of, <laughs> the biggest part of it, especially how many free throws did you make? Oh, I was 9 for 10. Man. I was 10 for 10, coach. It's like unless I'm watching them, you never exactly know what or how they're shooting from the free throw line. Um, so I think that's a really big aspect of it um really communicating to them and and and, and kind of talking that way 
Um, so that's the first one. I, and, and, you know, I could, like I said, if, if people have more questions on, on the free throw ladders, I can, I can definitely, I can definitely show that to them. I, I, so I have tons of that kind of stuff. Um, all right. So let me look. Oh, last thing was, um, somebody asked about tryouts, like a middle school tryout. Uh, where'd I put that? I think I put that here. Um, so what I evaluated, so you can do a spreadsheet, you can do all sorts of stuff. I think, I think the big things to, to tackle here or what I've kind of written here is, um, you know, you want to evaluate dribbling. You want to see how they dribble. You know, you want to do probably a stationary dribbling. You want to want to put a defender on them. You want to do them in a full court. You want to do it in a half court. So somehow you have to evaluate what type of dribbler they are. And I usually use, I'm a stats teacher, so I tend to use a one to five scale just to kind of figure out where they fall in that. Um, but you definitely want to see where they fall in that window as far as uh, dribbling. Um, weak hand, strong hand, moving, not moving. Um, and I just wrote a couple things. I did this in like three minutes. This is stuff that I think is important. Um, next thing is you want to evaluate passing. So passing's fine, but passing's different when you're moving and not moving. So I try to get some sort of like five-man weave, where they're having to be athletic, they're having to pass, they're having to move, they're having to do things in more than one avenue. I think that's, that's, that's super important. Um, I would evaluate shooting. Um, so depending on, again, how many baskets you have, um, I would try to set them up in you know groups of three, two balls, have them just shoot. You want to see how they're shooting stationary. You want to see how they're shooting um, moving. Um, so there's, I have some... I have some full court drills I do. I have, um, I have some stationary where they're just in lines and they're shooting and they're getting a rebound and passing the next person. I just want to see form. I want to see how they shoot, both stationary and both moving. Then I think an, a super important part, especially when they're, when they're in middle school, is how athletic are they? Um, so you can do rump it, running. You can do you know, what I put down here, line grabbers. You know, anything where you can kind of see how athletic they are, how fast they are, how they move side to side. Um, that's not the that's not the end all definitely for 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 a middle schooler. But I think when you're evaluating and picking a team, you definitely want to see um, where they fall in that in that spectrum of of athleticism. Um, you can you can evaluate height. You can evaluate things like that by just looking at them. Um, but I think with athleticism, you need to get them moving. And then I think you want some sort of competition. I try to keep it really. I try to keep it in the small game category, two on two, three on three. Um, where they're, you know, they're just moving and doing, you know, stuff where, you know, you can't hide two on two and three on three. That's why I think it's for, especially for this. I do one on one in my tryouts even. Um, cause you as the 13th player better be able to guard the first player because you're going to have to do that in practice at times. And how can you do that? And how effective are you doing that? Um, so I, I you know, the one on one, two on two, three on three, sure. At some point you're going to do five on five to see how, the entire thing works, but I think you really want to spend some time on those small game things when you're evaluating fifth through eighth grade. I mean, I do it with my guys even, you know, I, there's things I can't see when they're playing five on five. I mean, if you put me out with four NBA all-stars, you're going to notice that I'm not very good, but that I can hide, you know, it's that kind of thing. So um, it's really hard to do that when you're playing one-on-one, -on -one, two-on-two, three-on-three. Um, so I think those are all really good, good things to, to look at while you're evaluating a middle school tryout. So I think I got to all the questions this week.
um, that people had sent to me. They wanted me to talk about the combination defenses. So, um, and it's hard when, when I, again, if we can go over these again in the next set of office hours, but um, talked about how to tackle a one three one. You know, obviously that two one two overloading aside. Um, we talked about the free throw ladder, um, and we can add to that definitely if people need more things. Um, and then um, we talked about the middle school tryouts or a youth tryout. Um, and I can show you what I do with my tryouts or what I do with my youth program. A lot of the stuff I just I just sent you is the stuff that we do with with our youth program. Um, as far as evaluating and, and trying to figure out where the kids belong and, and kind of that. So, um, yeah, so hopefully that was everything everyone was looking for. And uh, if you have uh, any other questions or, you know, we'll meet again in a couple of weeks, send them off to me. We'll, uh, you can show up. You can be a, a fly on the wall. You can just send me the messages and I'll do them. Whichever way is easiest for you, I'm, I'm here to help you. And Hey, Coach, hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe and like. Go over right now. Stop. Join teachhoops.com. Say, I want to become a better basketball coach. I want to win a state title. I want to learn what it takes to make my take my team to the next level. Well, I can help you do that. Um, I've been through all the battles you've been through. Let me help you through this great process we call coaching. All right, have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.